Hello, you are listening to D to Z on Edinburgh University's Student Radio Fresh Air. Hi, I'm Daisy and thank you so much for tuning in. It is Monday the 5th of February, I hope you're doing well. And if you haven't listened to D to Z before, each week we'll be focusing on a new topic with a new guest who is related to the topic in some way. There's a mix of music and chats and throughout the episode we will just get to know our guests. And during the show, there will be opportunities to get your thoughts, opinions and questions in via the DTC Instagram. So make sure you're following that. Just search up at DTC Radio on Instagram and have a, head over to the Instagram stories. We also have a live chat on the website. Chat to us directly in the studios and we might chat back to you. Um, so today's episode is very interesting. It is episode 28. And I hear you ask, Daisy... Why is the title of today, Gambling Responsibly? And no, it's not because I haven't gotten over my crippling addiction yet. (laughs) Today's show, thank you for that. Um, Today's show is titled Gambling Responsibly because I am joined by the cast and crew of Guys and Dogs. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Wow, so we've currently got three people in the studio and lovely producer Kiri in the corner. Kiri, can you say hello? Hello. (laughs) There she is in the background. Um, she'll be telling us not to say things and to say things when we're playing music. Um, so you guys have come straight from rehearsals to the studio. It is Fee Simpson, Dan Bryant, and Benji Castella McDonald. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Again. <laughs> How are you guys? Doing well. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, not too yeah. bad. It was very productive. Great rehearsal. Yeah, that's really what we love to hear. Yeah, Bit yeah, tired, yeah. I think. Unless oh, you're not, no, that's fine. No, I'm wearing together. He's ready. I'll He's ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we've been rehearsing for three days straight now. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I'm tired. I don't know about you boys. Ten hour rehearsal yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like for three more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy, boys. So ready. Constant adrenaline rush. Yeah. <laughs> Have you slept? No. <laughs> Sacrifice for a good show, boys. <laughs> well, I'm really excited because this is the first time that. I mean, we've had shows on before, but not musical theatre. And let me tell you, I am, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan yeah, of musical theatre, kids. Fabulous. Nice, nice, good. So I'm excited. Already the energy is good. I, I can sense it. And you've brought some great songs. So walk me through everybody's role in the production. Fee, let's start with you. So I'm the director, which is, sounds so scary, <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't feel as scary as it so sounds. Um, but I mean, essentially, like, I'm kind of in charge more of the, like, just how the show runs, what it looks like, where the actors go, kind of, I direct the choreographers at some point, sometimes I'm like, you guys do what you want to do, sometimes I kind of direct them, but, um, yeah, obviously I don't do like the main organisational stuff, that's Kiri and Ollie's job, who are our producers, um, and they're very good at what they do, but yeah, no, it's just kind of overseeing everything, which is a lot sometimes. She has the grand artistic vision. <laughs> we just try and sort of carry it out. Well, yeah, I'm supposed to have one. I feel like, I feel like it's, there's a vision that's happening. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, that's me. Amazing. Benji? Uh, so I play a character called Nicely Nicely Johnson, who is sort of the, well, with, with my uh, fellow actor here, Dan, uh, sort of like the, the comedic relief throughout the show, uh, just a bumbling, sort of cheerful... Uh, gambler on the streets of New York. Uh, that sort of we always say we share one yeah. brain cell. And, you know, <laughs> Neither of us seems to have it at any one time. So we sort of have to, you know, yeah, yeah. pass it over. Um, so yeah, that's nicely, nicely, Johnson. Perfect, Dan. Yeah. Uh, I'm Benny South Street. Well, I'm Dan playing Benny South Street. Uh, <laughs> method, other... you're going method. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, sort of the yeah, the other half of the little comic relief double act. Um, 
whenever you see one of us on stage, the other one's probably going to be there soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just spend the time sort of um, observing things in a comedic way, you know, uh, bemoaning uh, our protagonist Nathan's sort of love, lovelorn life as he yeah. struggles with his fiance Adelaide and occasionally just sort of break into song. Just a lot of messing around. Yeah, basically. While singing. Perfect. How weird. So let's also give a little synopsis synopsis of what Guys and Dolls is about. Um Fee, do you want to I feel like you're the best person to ask? No, it's funny because you were talking about this before. You're like, how do you actually like describe the plot? Yeah. Because they, essentially it follows two stories. It follows two couples. It follows Nathan and Adelaide. Um, Nathan being the like, head run of crap games across New York and Adelaide being a hotbox dancer. And then and it follows... Oh, sorry, just what is... For those who do not know, what is a crap game? What's a crap game? How the hell How the ones to find a crap game? Um, it's like, I mean, if you bet basically and you roll dice and if you like hit certain numbers on your dice, you either win or you lose. So it's like snake eyes, you lose. Yes, yeah. But if you hit 10 with either a five, five, six, four, seven, three, then you win. Oh really? Yeah. Not not 12? 12 would not uh, win you the most? No. We sort of no, think it was like 10. a higher, lower sort of thing. <laughs> over a certain thing. Like I'm, I'm just going for There it. are yeah, a set of rules <laughs> and basically, yeah, you bet and then you roll the dice and depending on how, what happens with the dice being rolled, you either win or you lose. Right. Basically. So Nathan runs a crap game. Yes. Well, he's trying to basically and at the start he has no place for his crap game. So mm. in order to do that, he has to try and get some money to pay someone for a place for his crap game. So it comes across Sky Masterson, who's like our other male lead, mm-hmm. played by the wonderful Sebastian Schneeberger. Great name. Um, that is a good name. <laughs> great awesome name. Awesome. And he's basically like known for being this like big bet- betting guy. And he like bets his money on lots of different things. And he bets like really high as well, right? That's the thing. He, bets, mm-hmm. he has places high bets. I'm pretty sure that's one of the lines. And basically Nathan then bets him that he won't be able to take a girl on a date to Havana. And that's where Sarah comes in, who is like working at the Salvation Army so she's like very reserved much more conservative and mm. basically Sky has to try and win her over and get her to Fana and then you'll have to come and watch to see yeah, what happens very, next that's the <laughs> there you go, there we go. <laughs> Got it. well if you would like to know what happens next <laughs> Guys and Dolls is on February 13th all through to the 17th at Pleasance Theatre tickets are available at the Guys and Dolls Instagram link in bio I believe I will also be posting the link on my story um super exciting so i guess i want to ask i recently saw the london version of it (laughs) Uh oh so good it's so good everyone everyone i think freaked out when i said that a bit (laughs) oh no it's scary i mean because people people have seen it and they love it and i think that's why i was initially kind of apprehensive about going into directing it because like that that has been so well received but also with like a student budget and the pleasance theater you just can't recreate that so it's like how do you go in and like Mm. I don't know, make it still as fresh. So how did how did you bring a new vision to it or a new take to it? Well, I think I think my biggest thing is I, I love theatre that just makes you smile and just lets you have a good time. So I think that's been kind of my main aim throughout the show is there's loads of like really silly, fun moments. I mean, there's also these really gorgeous moments where it's a bit more like sweet as well. But um, I think one of the main things for me as well was like the women in the show. I think obviously it's a really, really old show. Yeah. Um, 
And I, the women aren't written like particularly well, but we've got Nina Harmon and Meg LeBrock playing the two female leads, and they're brilliant. Like they bring so good. When, <laughs> they, when they start duetting, I'm oh. yeah, no, they're brilliant, and they've just taken on like such a fresh take on the role, and they're very much more like 21st century than like a lot of adaptations have been. Um, and we've also gender swapped one of the other roles of Arvide, who kind of acts as like the grandfather, well, grandmother in our case, of Sarah. And it just means that we get this really lovely, like, grandmothered, like, granddaughter mm-hmm. moment as well. Really so it just means that there's more, hard, like, yeah. women on women moments in the show, as opposed to just, like, men who gamble the whole time. Yeah. Which is really nice, you know, as a woman, you know, it's nice to have those moments in shows, I think. Yeah, amazing. I like that. Well, Fee, let's play your song because clearly you have been working it out. We have indeed. Um, Fee has chosen Work It Out from High School Musical 2. Why, please? I just feel like if there's any song that was just like going through in my head when we rehearsed, it's just that. Like there was a rehearsal yesterday, we were doing all the set changes. I feel like this should have been on. I don't know why. I feel like it fits the vibe. I don't know. Here it is. Oh yeah, it's been worked out. So it's been worked out. That was boogie. That was boogie mode. Yes, so, such a good choice. And I don't think High School Musical has ever been played on the show before. Wow. First time for everything, guys. You're so welcome. You're so Thank you so much for bringing that to the studio. So let's talk. Let's talk a bit more about the show. So I want to. Let's start at the beginning. How Fee? How did it start off with casting auditions? Because Footlights Productions are famously very competitive and everybody auditions for it how how did you go about the process well um <laughs> so we actually we were actually kind of only had half a production team when we started auditions because kiri and ollie our producers came on like the week before auditions so i was kind of like left to my own devices and i'm not a producer that was not what i was built for so it was like really quite chaotic and like when like you know how many people are going to be auditioning it was just quite intimidating but when ollie and kiri came on it made things a lot easier um but how many people did audition? I think it's about 120 people. Wow, that's crazy. Which is which is a lot. Like, I mean, yeah, it was amazing getting to see so many people and like so much talent as well. Like, like yeah, like it's 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 amazing, but it's also horrible at the same time because like you want to be able to give it to everyone, but then you can't, and it's like I don't know, and it's when it's your friends as well, it just makes it like oh gosh. But like obviously, you just have to like turn a blind eye to it and just yeah. cast the best people mm. that you can. Yeah, and have, have a professional aspect about it, mm. which is quite interesting, I guess, especially in the Edinburgh theatre scene, because everybody is friends with everyone. Mm. You kind of have to have that separation. What productions have you guys done before in Edinburgh? Well, <laughs> I've I've done I haven't done that many. I did I did Wedding Singer two years ago. I did Sunday at the Park with George in Fringe Just Gone, and I directed the Fringe before that. Um, but as far as you boys, you're yeah no we're we're, we're both first years yeah. so this is our first your first year yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh my goodness yeah what are you guys studying uh, I'm studying environmental geography history and politics oh, gosh yeah. gosh you're so young and Fee what year are you in I'm fourth year oh, oh my goodness yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're literally babies one day. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, so and have you? So you guys haven't had any experience in Edinburgh acting before this first time? No, I don't know what it's like. I did wow. the Freshers plays for Bedlam, but like, oh, yeah. I'm not certain you what they Australian are. On the, I was an Australian mermaid. I'm not sure yeah. how that measures on the so, scale of theatre. Hang on, an Australian mermaid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wonderful. He was fabulous. I mean, it's a dream role. It's <laughs> yeah, a dream role. It was iconic. Yeah. It was. Like, I got to wear a blonde wig and big long skirt and some coconuts. It oh, was great. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so. Your first year starting off, you get the role in Guys and Dolls. What? How do you? How do you go about? I mean, enter, entering into rehearsals and stuff. How did you prepare for your role? Um, well, I think for me, the first thing to think about was the accent, because like, especially like friends back home, um, like I'm infamous for accents. Like, so when I told them I was going to do, you know, a New York show, they sort of burst out laughing. Infamous so, for your accents in a good way. As in, no, not really. <laughs> Um, but uh, so I, I just started working on the accent, started listening to like YouTube videos of people speaking and uh, um, just working. And I've got quite a few American friends, I spoke a lot with them. As soon as I got the lines, went through the lines, sort of learned like all the sort of American, like intuit, what's the word? Intonations. Intonations, that's the word. Right. Um, just stuff like that. So I think that's the first thing I looked at. Um, when I found. But I, I was just, I was, I was surprised to be there because I thought I wasn't going to get it. I thought, you know, first year. but. There we go. So I was very happy. I was on a bus when I got the news. And I hate taking phone calls on the bus. <laughs> so I just texted you. I was like, can you just text me? And they're like, no, we've got to be professional. So you sent me an email. Yeah. Oh yeah. my, you two actually were both really stressful ringing you about your roles. <laughs> no, both of you, you were. Because you, we, we emailed you. Basically, we usually call people. That's the etiquette. So you ring people. Usually because if people audition for multiple shows, um, they can hear from each of the directors. So for example, Little Shop and Show Choir audition at the same time that like you can say we're offering you this in the show and blah 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 and Benji we couldn't get a hold of you no so he like like the first time ever I was on a show we had to text someone their role <laughs> which I was really against doing I know you emailed because you text email saying even. check your email because I <laughs> hate taking phone calls on the bus because there's just someone like they're all sat around you waiting oh hi you know <laughs> oh no oh, and, then, and then Dan was in the JMCC when we rang him so <laughs> there is no signal there there is no way you can hear anything no. and I don't answer my phone so I just like, yeah, I, I saw this and then I got a text saying, it's Emily from Little Shop, can you ring us back please? And I just sprinted outside. I was like, well, what do I do? What? I was like, I had to go, can I call you back in like 15 minutes when I'm in slightly better sort of surroundings? I can actually- I gotta eat my dinner. <laughs> that was part of the reason. I was hungry. I did feel bad. I did. Priorities. But I'm glad you both- I'm really sorry about that. No, stress. honestly, do you know what, Dan? When, when I was so happy when you, you said you'd pick guys and dolls, because I was worried we were going to lose you for a second back there. Oh. Um, but I was, I was so, both of you so chuffed, honestly. Very happy that you've come aboard. Thank you for awesome. giving us the it's been, it's been wonderful. Last week we had Taming of the Shrew on and um, we called, we were playing a game where it was like, finish the line. And um, the di- the directors rang up a member of the cast who was in the JMCC and was like, what do you want? I'm in the JMCC, I'm eating my dinner. And they're like, we need your help finishing this line. Um, but he, he, again, he was busy. He was eating his dinner. He didn't <laughs> run out. I mean, I, I can appreciate it. Is the food that good? Yeah. <laughs> it actually isn't bad. Oh yeah? Uh, not bad. Mixed reviews I've had, mixed reviews. Could be worse. Yeah, <laughs> could be worse. So. I guess so everyone is auditioning for like I guess all three productions then so is it very competitive in how it's all split up I mean the way the way we do round table there's like a whole process where we basically all sit down we see each other's cast lists and we like plan who we're going to ring and when because obviously like you can't ring someone for like some parts if there's you've got like a second choice because they might pick another show so it's like it's a whole ordeal I think we spent about 10 hours doing all the phone calls and getting everyone 10 hours yeah I think it was 
Really? Maybe it was less than that. Maybe I'm thinking about it. I can't remember. It felt long. Yeah. But um, it's like it's a whole job. But um, I mean, the little shop team are lovely, and the show choir team are great as well. So, um, like, we we all we're all friends, so it kind of made it fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it it does sound fun. Um, so the accent obviously has been a challenging part. What have, have you found the comedy of it? Does that come easily? I think the thing about I think the accent I do is quite nasal. It's much more nasal mm-hmm. than a British accent. Can, can we get a demo? Oh gosh, Go God, on, that's a terrifying if you can ask me that. <laughs> Do it, boys. Do it, boys. Come on. Do you want to go there? Oh, oh. Hang on. Dan has just um, got a pen out as a cigarette and immediately is in character. character. Um, Poor Miss Sarah. I wonder why a refined doll like her is mixed up in the mission dodge. She's a beautiful doll, all right, with 100% eyes. It is too bad that such a doll wastes all her time being good. How can she make any money from that? Yeah, perhaps she owns part of the mission. Yeah. See, he's so good. <laughs> Danny, yeah. Danny's so good. No, both of you. Wow. Okay. No, you're one. Can I get a refund for my ticket, Kiri? I've seen all I need to see. <laughs> that was great. There's more. There's more. Okay, fantastic. And if you want to see more, Guys and Dolls is um, happening February 13th, 17th at Pleasant Theatre. I will continue to plug. Um, <laughs> let's sing as we've just got a bit of dialogue demo. Let's have a little bit of singing demo. Oh, gosh. So, oh, there we go. <laughs> earlier, earlier today, um, Kiri sent me a recording of, of you guys singing Guys and Dolls. And it's only short, but I, I would love to play it because it's, it's just fantastic. And like, Fee, definitely your vision did come across. It brought a smile to my face. Um, here we go. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope, I hope you don't mind the sound of your own voice because it's about to play very loudly. <laughs> when you see a guy reach for stars in the sky, you can bet that he's doing it for some when you spot a John waiting out in the rain Chances are he's insane As only a John can be for a Jane When you meet a gent Paying all kinds of rent For a flat that could flatten the Taj Mahal Call it sad, call it funny But it's better than even money That the guy is only doing it for some dough When you see a Joe Saving half of his dough You can bet they'll be making it for some dough when a bum buys wine like a bum can afford It's a cinch the bum is under the thumb of some little broad When you meet a mug lately out of the jug And he's still lifting platinum holy roll Call it hell, call it heaven But it's a probable 12 to 7 That the guy is only doing it for some dough <laughs> that was lovely. Oh, I mean, it's uh, it's just so much fun to record. <laughs> I do love that song. So tell me about also because I didn't get a lot of backstory how this was recorded because I know it didn't happen at Alice's house in the recording studios. Can you give me how did this recording come about? So our sound designer Eric, we just just sort of turned up at his flat. 10 o'clock in the morning a couple of days in ago. The middle of the night, honestly. I think so, I, th- uh, I think he might have still been asleep when we got there. Singing. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, we got that. Knocked on his door. I think his flatmate answered the door. Who are you? Oh no! Um, like, oh, is Eric here? Um, <laughs> uh, we let us in. We recorded a. He's bit. got a really good setup. Though. He's got a really. So he's, he's, got, got, he's like, got professional double mics keyboards and, and double he's got keyboards, screens and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He's got awesome stuff. So yeah, the recording sounds great, but it was just done in his bedroom. Yeah, so, so nice. Is there is there any moment in the in the show that 
I guess you find like you, you mentioned when they were arguing or when they like falling into their patterns mm. is there any moment I guess for you this question is for you that you find particularly emotionally resonant or something that's a, like an important moment in the show for you as a director I, I don't <laughs> even know I mean it's quite it's quite hard because so much of the show is just silly <laughs> like I feel like that's but, but there, there are these really lovely scenes that happen there's a huge dance number that happens in the middle of act one at, like absolutely massive um, and then after that it goes to a bunch of scenes with just um, Nina and Seb and I think that kind of contrast of going from this like big loud craziness to when these two characters start to fall in love is really sweet that it's just mm. the two of them sharing the stage as opposed to like 21 people but like if dancing I was, if I was a band yeah band, yeah it's really which, and I think that's really nice because you get like those moments of like um, loud and then the quiet I think is a nice contrast watching that from the wings it really does feel like you know when you leave a really loud sort of music mm. crowded room and then you go out into a warm yeah. night it really does oh, feel like yeah. that watching it it's really really well done that's, that's such a that's so great description yeah. I just got a warm fuzzy <laughs> feeling inside <laughs> I can't wait to sit fully lit and fully sounded oh, yeah. amazing and in terms of like the set and the costume is there anything different that you've done or have you gone with like the, the contextual 1950s um, I feel like set-wise, to be fair, we've got quite a similar approach to what a lot of um, versions do, which is just like signs. But um, Holly, our set sign, is so good. She is. So they look incredible. Cool. So and I think it's it's just going to pop. And there's there's loads of colour is what I've gone mm. for. But I just I just I just like bright colours generally speaking. But I also think it kind of gives it more of like a contemporary fresh feel. Like the costumes aren't um, historically accurate, let's say, but they're just like bold and bright. Um, so it kind of feels a bit more of like an ambiguous time. So, which I think is really nice. It just feels fresh. Yeah, like they were all in their costumes yesterday, and it just looked fab. You were all just mm. like, just so colourful. I love it. It's yeah, so and good. Shiny and yeah. <laughs> everything. The yeah. colours make it feel a bit like a Wes Anderson film. Oh, cool. Mm. Yeah, um, with a, if he directed this production, obviously not, not a from Lee <laughs> Simpson, but if he directed this production, it would have looked something like this. Yeah. Yeah. I would it's like so to see fun. a Wes Anderson version. <laughs> <laughs> what would that look like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, let's play. Let's play another song. Um, we have yeah, Benji. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Benji has chosen just so really respectably mm. in summer from Frozen. Why? It's a very serious choice. Oh yeah. I just yeah. feel like it's a bit of an anthem for my life, really. Um, <laughs> I just feel like I resonate with Olaf quite a lot, and um, and you know he also matches nicely quite well because you know like we were saying with the one brain cell, um, Olaf. This is a song about how he's wishing to be in summer. But he is a snowman, so it's a bit nonsensical. Um, so I think that you know my one brain cell in this show and his one brain cell in this in Frozen sort of works quite well. Things along the same sort of lines. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, here's in summer. Enjoy. Really? I'm guessing you don't have much experience with heat. Nope. When I finally do what frozen things do in summer, I'm gonna tell him. Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful little end note there. Thank you so much. Oh, Even when we were in the studio the before the show started, um, it, there was harmony. There were harmonies going on. <laughs> yeah, get the musical theater kid. Do you know what? Maybe I should just employ a random musical theater kid just 
to be in residence here, like just, yeah. just sing in the There's corner. Going, yeah. I mean, unpaid. <laughs> you have to be here twenty four seven, sing all the time. <laughs> no, maybe yeah, not. Maybe not. <laughs> Doesn't sound good. Um, okay, awesome. So, um, in terms of the pleasant, pleasant stage was huge. Is is? Am I correct? Yeah, uh, but yeah, it is big. It is the stage is a weird shape though. Oh, what it's is very it? like it's deep. Ooh. It's very like okay. it's deep. It's like it's like yeah. It's kind of an unconventional staging, mm. but yes, the the theatre itself is big. Oh yeah, nice. Well, so the the choreography for the show. I know you mentioned Rosie's mm-hmm. choreo- choreographing. Yes, choreographing, mm-hmm. choreographing, dance, dance, <laughs> organizing the dancers. Mm-hmm. How's that? How's the dance rehearsals been going? How how's it been? Because yeah. it is a very dancey show. Yeah, but I mean these. So, so Rosie Fletcher is our um, head choreographer, and then we have Liz Britton, who's our assistant, and they are so good. Mm. Like I, I've said it so many times, but they have like given this show the like dance numbers of my dreams, and I think everyone's dreams. Like, yeah. you've all worked so hard to get like, and it looks so good now. Mm-hmm. Like when you run the big dance numbers, like it just gives me shivers. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I just I I don't feel like we've seen dance like this in a student show in a long time. Like I think. Ooh. It's it's Ooh. really I mean maybe that's maybe that's take but I don't know I think it's it's so good and it just brings like this whole other level to the show that I think just makes it they're really also cool. really able to get all of us in very into it yeah I, like I'm not a dancer Benji I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> um, but the big dance number in Act Two uh, Dance of the Crapshooters I think it's called mm. um, it went from being my least favorite number in the show and now it's my favorite number in the entire show there's mm. just some bits where i'm like, I'm yes i'm so i'm good. living my best You're life giving it all. i'm having yeah. such a good time in that number um and by the end of it you just if you do it well you just it's the feeling gratification yeah. again nice it's really really good well so that, that brings brings me on to my song choice for today um very rogue but also topical mm. um oh, yeah. i don't know if you guys have seen saltburn Oh, I've I'm heard not, a lot about it. I feel like I know what might be coming. Yeah. I will. I will not be playing Murder on the Dance Floor. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but because also, I unpopular opinion. I just cannot stand that song. Like yeah, it's I been overplayed a lot. Too, it's yeah. been so oversaturated, just everywhere and on TikTok all the time. It's I, I cannot hear it. Murder on the Dance Floor. So it's fine. It's like I literally recoil when I hear it. <laughs> Dan, just then, it's like I'm, I'm out. I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> but. So I chose another one from the show because um, also I feel like Adelaide, if she was just existing in this time and place in this year, yeah. she would eat this up and she'd be in Subway Bongo just having the time of her life to this song. Um, I hope you can picture it as well as I do. I can see it. She would love it. A <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bit of a rogue choice, and also we talk, compared to in summer a little bit. If anyone's it's listening, place, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit all over the place. But but anyway, that that's it. That's life. Um, so guys, I said to you before the show we're going to do a quiz. So I'm so bad at trivia. <laughs> so bad. So I will try my best. I hope for your sake and I hope for Fee's sake that you get this right. Oh, because no. we <laughs> are doing oh, no. <laughs> uh, rapid guys and dolls trivia. Okay. Rapid. Ooh, I'm gonna okay. embarrass myself. Well that's the thing, now there's pressure to get rapid. it right. <laughs> so okay. um, three of you, blind. you're not on a team. Okay. okay. You're playing separately. Bring it on. And you're playing to win. 
the let me think of something um, <laughs> prestigious prize prestigious D to Z radio prize of best guest of the semester wow, oh, wow. that's big stakes that's big <laughs> stakes the pressure is on by me <laughs> all of my 290 followers are gonna they're gonna love it <laughs> this is huge guys this is huge this is big, this is big. so no pressure we have I believe 20 questions that's so many. <laughs> um, I would really like to request a buzzer sound from each of you. Um, can I just say a buzz? Oh, come yeah. on, Dan. <laughs> oh, classic, so classic, else, unproblematic. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> 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 How did you make that noise? Did you do that? <laughs> that sounded just like the like ringtone. <laughs> 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 Wait, that was I was laughing. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't good. I don't know what came out of me. That was so good. I would like to request a change of mine if I may. You may. You may. Hey, I'm walking here. Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay, let's run through the buzzers one more time, Dan. Hey, I'm walking here. Wee wee. That was good. Thank you so much. That's so impressive. Okay. Now that we've warmed up. Calm. Serenity. Question one. Kiri, can you keep score? Thank you. <laughs> Question one. Guys and Dolls is based on short stories by which author? Hey, I'm walking here. Yes, I'm walking here because Benji did not buzz. Oh, you shout, wait, did you buzz? I did. Oh, I, I thought you shouted first. the answer. I think he was first. Damon Runyon? It certainly is. <gasps> the musical is based on so the nice. idea of Miss Sarah Brown and Blood Pressure, two short stories by Damon Runyon. It also borrows characters and plot elements from other of his short stories. Um, very nice. That's one point, Dan. I was going to say Frank Loessa, but he, he wrote the music, he wrote didn't, didn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh. What else is he Rookie error. <laughs> <laughs> Be better, boys. Come on. I don't even nicely, want to nicely. So <laughs> Good combination. Question two. Nice and Nicely Johnson, Benny Southstreet, and Rusty Charlie argue over which horse will win a race. What? what? But, oh, hang on. <laughs> but, which of the following horses are not discussed in the song? Paul Revere, Valentine, Cavacalde, Epitapha. See or whatever the camera serve, whatever you said. This, the third There's one. The yeah, the third. Yeah, the C one. Calabalde. Cal Cal Calavari. Yeah. Um, correct. Nice. Didn't I buzz first? Yeah, I, I, I did. I passed halfway through the question. I I, I, <laughs> I heard the quack first. Yeah. So. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Tough. <laughs> Everyone take a breath. We've got 17 more questions to go. Okay, what organisation does Sarah Brown work for? Yeah, yeah, I'm working oh, B. Salvation Army. Yep. For what kind of gambling operation does Nathan destroy? Yeah, I'm working it. Yep. A crap game. Yes. That was incredibly fun. <laughs> I am my brain can't function. <laughs> Five. Which character is trying to shut down Nathan's operation? Hey, I'm walking it. Yeah. Lieutenant Brannigan. Yes. Yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Number six. <clears throat> Where does Nathan 
want to hold this crap. And walking it. Walking it. Dan, that's you. Biltmore Garage. Very true. Wants a grand. And the, and the, they do want a grand in hand. Um, number seven. Who does Nathan make an $1,000 bet with? Yeah, for Sky Masterson. Very nice. How do you think so? Eight. What does Sky <laughs> offer Sarah in exchange for a date? Quack. Yeah. A marker for 12 dozen sinners. 12 dozen sinners. 12 dozen genuine sinners. Genuine? I've seen, yeah, yeah I've seen sinners. in some productions they say genuine. I think we say genuine. I think, I think genuine. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. It's quite New York to say. Genuine. 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 He does say genuine. He does say he says genuine. What club does Miss Adelaide perform? Hey, I'm walking it. That was a tie. First one to say it goes. Hotbox. Yeah. Um. How long has Nathan been engaged? Why, I'm oh, oh, oh years. I didn't oh. even finish the question. Oh, I was just reveling over my last victory. I wasn't even listening <laughs> to the question. It's like, yes, I did smile. Um, <laughs> what illness? I know it, but I don't want to remember this. Do you want to try it? Yeah. A cold? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, is it the one that he's on? Oh, she's on fire. She's on can fire. You, can you be more specific? She mentions four illnesses. Pneumonia. <laughs> Are we really playing this game, boys? Okay, let's <laughs> say. I mean, it's like um, you can't take the loss. Ben. What did she say? A person can develop a cold, a cough, and a cough, and develop a, cough. a cold, la grip, la grip, la, grip. la post nasal drip, what and the yeah. flu. I have no idea. The flu. Very yeah. good, so Dan. Cool. Bonus point, Dan, for Dan yeah. please. <laughs> Bonus point. What? How's he done that? No, that oh, was good. That was impressive. Um, oh, it's going. <laughs> Who threatens to shut down the Save Us All mission? Oh, I know this. General Cartwright. Certainly. The leader of the Save Us All mission visits and explains that she will be forced to close the branch unless they succeed in bringing in some sinners. Um, What drink does Sarah order in her? Dolce Leche. Dolce de Leche. No. Like <gasps> a milkshake. Yes. <laughs> yes, because a milkshake. A milkshake. Please. She orders a milkshake before she orders the. Sarah orders the milk. Yeah, we know, right? Oh, wow. But we're addressing those issues in the show. Really, what she orders a milkshake. And then Sky. She gets given a doctor of the Wow. It's all good. I really wish it worked like that. Yeah, in real life. It's a shame. After returning from Havana, what does Sky. And Sarah, what do Sky and Sarah find at the mission? I am walking here. Uh, a crap game. Certainly is. Oh, Certainly is. Nathan has been holding this. his crap game there. I don't know. I didn't actually. I was doing easy on you boys on that one. Oh, oh, okay. 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 <laughs> what are the scores on the doors? Scores on the doors so far. We have Mike's going over to Kiri. <laughs> Benji has two. Yes. Dan has. Five hey. and the is winning. I can't count that. <laughs> oh, technical difficulties. <laughs> the mic is just all off. It's fine. You know what? Quiz to be resumed. <laughs> Let's play a song. <laughs> I bet you await in anticipation for the final five questions. We're playing. Paul Simon's song, Dan's Choice. Dan, what did you choose? Um, I chose You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. It's just sort of like my good luck song. I've listened to it like before auditions that need to come through. I think I listened to it um, when I was 
deciding like to take <gasps> Benny South Street for guys and dolls. Um, like I listened to it just before I got my A level results. It's sort of like the the good luck song, and it's just good. also it just slaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here it is. Maybe I should pick the music. <laughs> call me, you can call me Thing that's ever happened in the studio. <laughs> oh, guys, that was lovely. Anytime. Well, um, one one of our super fans has written in and oh says, um, from an anonymous, this is an anonymous New Yorker super fan. I'm it. literally waiting with bated breath for the rest of this quiz. Oh. <laughs> Comeback is coming. So, it's Comeback coming. Comeback is on the way. The it final like five questions. Five Guys, How many questions are there left? Really? Only five. Um, so if I get them all right, do I win? I think four. How Ooh, many? Let's <laughs> <do you laughs> not get ahead of ourselves, then. Yeah. Shall we do... Oh, uh, no, no, okay. Sweet. I've just seen the scores. Oh, gosh, God. It's not looking good. <laughs> For some people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Okay, okay we... I would like to hear everybody's <sighs> buzzers one more time, please. Hey, I'm walking here. I think we need a more efficient go. Oh! <laughs> one more time. <laughs> one more? <laughs> yeah. Just maybe one more for entertainment. <laughs> yeah, perfect, thank you. That one wasn't good. I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our final question. Silence in the studio, please. Which character sings? Luck be a lady. Hey, Morgan here. Yeah. Sky Masterson. Yes. Sky in the accent. Sky Masterson. Sky Masterson. Oh, oh my gosh, guys. Yeah. Oh, come on. Next Benji, question. Will Benji be able to make a comeback? Yes. Unlikely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lacking the energy. We'll see. We'll see. In which song do Sarah and Adelaide commiserate over their Wah. relationship. Yeah. Marry the man today. Thank you very that much. Is a, a really good one. <laughs> so good. Rather than what? Marry the man today rather than uh, tomorrow. Don't marry him? <laughs> tomorrow. Yesterday. In 14 years. What's the lyric? Marry the man today. Rather than sorrow. Sigh and sorrow. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Extra point. Bonus oh. <laughs> <Mother> point. <laughs> um, what this is kind of a this is a difficult question this one. Oh no. What new business does Nathan <laughs> Yeah oh, me. A new stand. Yes. Correct. The options Wait, isn't it Mindy's restaurant? What new business? I need to stop interrupting. What was the actual question? I'm doing. I know. I quite like how Fee knows the answer before that even the question. I literally. I think about this show in my sleep. I thought it was going to be which restaurant does Nathan ask Bonnie nicely to go to? Which new business does Nathan start before marrying Adelaide? The the um options were nightclub, newsstand, soup kitchen, or sports book. I think nightclub would have been great. The, pardon? The, the answer was newsstand. 
Um, your final question. Can we make it whoever wins this wins the whole thing? No. Yes. I don't. Cool. Golden point. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will agree, guys. Uh, okay, final question. What? This, well, the winner does not take all. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, what year did Guys and Dolls premiere on Broadway? <gasps> yes. Oh my 1962. Yeah. You're wrong. Hey, I'm walking it. Yes. 1963? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it better not be. 1964? No. 1967. Let's go a decade earlier. 1963. I just want to hear dates. 1956. 1956-1957-1958-1957-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1958-1